Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of the Good Life Radio Podcast. The ninth day of February, 2015, broadcasting to you live in rainy, a little bit of snow here, freezing New York City. The phone number, as always, 607-203-5330. This is my first show since making my pilgrimage to the Holy Land, Lexington, Kentucky. I was treated with that famous Southern hospitality, and I'm basically still speechless of how they treated me with gifts and private tours and so much stuff. Just a heads up on this week's shows, Friday night, I'll be interviewing Todd Moranovich. If you watch any of the ESPN 30 for 30s, which are amazing, it's about, they called him the robo quarterback. Since he was one years old, his father never let him have sugar or fast food and just basically bred him to be a... NFL quarterback. He achieved those dreams, but a lot of bumps across the way. It's one of the best documentaries. I'll be interviewing him on Friday and Saturday, Valentine's Day. As a single New Yorker, I'll be doing what everyone else is doing, watching Kentucky basketball. So tonight, I'm honored again to interview one of the greatest high school basketball players of all time. He's an NBA veteran, a New York City legend. I say legend lightly. He's a New York City legend. He still has one of the most iconic Sports Illustrated covers of all time. He's hanging over the New York skyline, his finger by the ball, jumping over the Statue of Liberty, and it's just an iconic picture. So without further ado, my good friend, the great Felipe Lopez. Felipe, are you there, my brother? Yay! What happened to the, like, clapping? You know how when you have a show, like, you usually have, like, the noise and, hey, the people in the back. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm expecting the crowd to just go crazy, man. Listen, I've I got to tell you something, Felipe. So one of my good friends, Jonathan Altamirano, he's supposed, okay. to be doing the call, he's supposed to be doing the call screening tonight and the, uh, the audio to start the show, and he decided that watching WWE Monday Night Raw was more important than doing the studio. No, way. That's what kind of no, no way. Don't tell me that. Yeah, it's, it's embarrassing. The whole day he's telling me how excited he is. Of course, you know it's Felipe Lopez. He's all pumped up. And I'm like, guys, you know, we got to go to the studio. He's like, oh, no, no, Monday Night Raw is on. i, I got to skip it. How pathetic is that, Felipe? You know what, Mike? He's just like my, my older brother, Anderson Lopez. Like, those guys, without the WWE, uh, every uh, uh, Monday night, they, they cannot function throughout the whole week. So I'll give him a pass. Okay, we'll give him a pass. Felipe, first of all, thank you for calling. Yesterday, you had your fundraiser. One, yes. how did it go? And explain your charity to everybody and how, they can, they, how can they donate. Just say how it went and what, uh, what's your charity for. Well, you know what? First of all, it was a great event. I, I think I, um, I'm, I was very uh, happy with the, with the event planners. Uh, my girl, Maria Carroll, my, my other homegirl, Lori Del Mundo, uh, the host at 809 Restaurant, the Bar and Grill uptown, my guy Jose there. Um, and, you know, to a lot of the sponsors that, that really just helped us out to uh, make sure that we gave out some good goodies to the people. And, and I have to give a big shout-out to uh, Amari Stratomai, to, to my guy that donated his shoes right after the basketball game, uh, Steph Curry. Uh, Carmelo Anthony gave me some signed autographs. Um, I also have John Stoller stuff. So it was, a very, it was a very great event, and uh, I really believe the people that was there uh, aside from taking home some great, some great items, 
they were very pleased to be able to help the great cause, which is the Felipe Lopez Foundation. Now, Felipe, just tell everybody how they can, how can they donate to your foundation? Uh, right now, so uh, I have partnered up with uh, with the Community and Power Network. Uh, people can just go online, the Community Power and Network dot uh, com, uh, and there's uh, there's a link that people can actually donate in there. And uh, the the Felipe Lopez Foundation is uh, I've, I've been running my foundation for like about it's been a long time, but officially about uh, eight years uh, back in Washington Heights. Now I'm I'm just pretty much I'm hosting. I have a lot of my programs in the South Bronx where I feel it's a great need for uh, for a lot of these youth to be given an opportunity for them to continue to dream big. In um, my uh, joining with the uh, Community Empower Network, it just uh, just to make it stronger, just to be able to uh, be able to reach out to a, to a more broad group, and uh, and I just love to just partner with people that are willing to continue to help the youth. Felipe, that's just so awesome. Now. Everyone in New York City is getting excited for All-Star Weekend uh, here in New York City as well as in Brooklyn. Yes. You, you're going to be a busy, busy man. Tell me exactly what you're going to be up to during this All-Star Weekend. Man, first of all, that what the NBA has done is, is, is such an alarming uh, rate of, of, of trying to reach out to the youth. And our goal is to just be able to reach out to a million youth to our season-long uh, programs that we have combined with partnered uh, some great partners of, of the New York City educational system. We are partnered with the major's office. Uh, just do, uh, just alone during the uh, All-Star Weekend, which is, is, is going to get New York City just so craving about basketball, we will, we will be ho- uh, hosting 750 events all throughout the five different boroughs. Uh, especially on Friday, this Friday the 13th, we have what we call a day of service. Uh, which uh, we hosting a hundred basketball clinic in in a uh, hundred different schools all throughout the five boroughs, and, and that's really mm-hmm. gonna get people uh, really jumping about and excited about the whole uh, All Star Weekend. Now, Felipe, last time we did my show, I guess it's like a stepping block because you just tweeted a picture of you hanging out with President Obama. How did you get to meet the president, and how what was he like? It, it's uh. It was very natural, you know. It was like just like I was at the White House and uh, I already met him. I already seen them twice, which I, I've been more than blessed. Uh, through the NBA cares have given me a great uh, platform to continue to do this work that I do for the community. I'm so blessed to uh, be able to be an ambassador for the NBA cares, uh, which have allowed me to uh, meet the president twice. Uh, one of the programs that the uh, president have started is an initiative called My Brother's Keeper. And uh, okay. I serve as, as, a, as a mentor, as an ambassador to the program. And this is a great program which we go out throughout the whole United States just speaking to kids, to the youth, about encouraging, you know, uh, 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 helping them through mentoring programs. We have uh, uh, partnered up with uh, Mentoring USA and a few other mentoring programs throughout throughout the United States. And, you know, to, to have the opportunity to meet the president and how calm and collected he is as a president, it was it was it was incredible. It was uh, honestly uh, one of those times and, and one of those li- once in a lifetime kind of opportunities that uh, I, I was really blown just to be able to see how humble the president is. And he's a legit basketball fan, isn't he? He's like a real oh, basketball is. fan. No, yeah, we actually we, we played basketball right on the uh, uh, backyard of the White House. He came in. Um, 
he took a few shots. He made the shot that that he needed to make, and uh, you know we was we was having a blast, man. Uh, it, it was it was natural, you know. He saw the basketball, and then right away he just got into a basketball mode, you know. And he's, then, a um, he's a lefty. He has a smooth lefty jump he's shot. He's a lefty. Right? He's a lefty. Yeah, <laughs> so he came in and wind up his shot, and you know, he, he, usually when you come in fresh off into a court, you know. The first shot is gonna be either miss or you know he missed the first one, but you know he the second one it was just right on the money. Okay, now Felipe, here's the here's the option you have. You've been on my show before. Obviously, yeah. I want to talk about the NBA. I want to talk about the Knicks. I got some personal matters to deal with you. you what do you want to do? You want to talk about personal matters right now or the NBA? You make the call. Uh, we can talk about NBA. NBA first, okay, Felipe. I've seen you. You've been on TV a lot at the Garden. They've been doing a lot of Spanish things. You, you've been all over TV. You've been uh, there with Nello. You've been at the Knicks games. Uh, we're horrible this year. Even if we get the number one pick, which I'm praying, I pray they lose every game. I believe Nick Blue. I want the first pick. I want Okafor from Duke. We're still light years away from being relevant. What can the Knicks do? How can we start building, and when can we become relevant again, Felipe? Man, you know why you're asking me questions that I should be getting paid for just to answer them? You know, this, yeah, this is stuff like DMs actually get paid for, man. <laughs> Hopefully, you know, along the way, you want to help me out, get a high, you know, a, a, a really nice position job with the Knicks. <laughs> Wait, man, you should you should be getting a job with the Knicks. You're Felipe Lopez. Come on. <laughs> no, you know what? This is what the most exciting part about the New York Knicks basketball is. We first of all, first of all, we have the Zane Master, which I know he's uh, he's he's not he's not resting well enough because you know through his head there's just so many scenarios going through as far as how to make you know what's happening right now better, you know. Okay. And and for anybody that understands what was going through someone like you know Phil Jackson and even Carmelo Anthony as a player, you know that you know they are waiting for that one opportunity to just. You know, hang on to just make everything right uh, for for the whole New York City basketball for the people that really ruined. So you know, like you say, you know, we bleed uh, blue and orange. Uh, so you know, I could definitely say that it will be a better time. You know, mm-hmm. and it could come. You know, next year I saw uh, Okafor play when when Duke played in Johnson. It was a great game. He he looks like a guy that is is really ready for the NBA. Obviously, experience is going to help him a lot. Um, and, 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 and that is the great thing about it. That, you know, with, with the uh, our space that the Knicks are creating, and, and they're creating some some pretty good uh, cushion to be able to bring some some all stars and some more to help out Melo and the whole organization get to be better. See, that's what I hope. A lot of people don't realize that a lot of younger people that when the Knicks are in the playoffs, like there's Yankee fans, there's Giants fans, there's Jets fans. But when the Knicks are in the this New York City is a basketball city. So when the Knicks it are relevant, yeah, when, if the place is electric. Back in the 90s, the early 2000s, the garden is electric, and people don't seem to realize that. Now, Felipe, here's, my, here's what worries me. Just say, um, you know, the gods are behind us and we get Okafor. Next year, there's a couple of free agents. There's uh, Marcus Gasol, Marcus Aldridge. 2016 is Kevin Durant. We still don't have a point guard, and that's the part that scares me. We need a point guard, Felipe. Um. You know what? Obviously, uh, I think that would be able to help the team a lot, especially you know with the triangle offense. You, you need someone to to just be able not just to be the the the, the, the floor leader, but someone that is going to be able to uh, 
put the basketball in the, in the right kind of situation. And obviously, you know, we need help in a lot of a lot of spots. Uh, with the next, we also need guys to be able to be healthy uh, once they, they they come to our team. Um, so I really believe, you know, there's just going to be some changes, which the team already have been doing some some great changes and everything else. And, and, and it's all just a setup, you know. It's just a setup to just be able to give what whole New York City we've been hoping for for many years. You know, so that's oh, that's what they, the yeah. most exciting part about it, is that, you know, we're going to have some money to be able to deal with. There's some, some great free agency coming up next year that, mm-hmm. you know, uh, 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 just the fact to say that they're going to play in New York City is going to give them uh, a, a great boost. And listen, New York, like you say, is a make our basketball. And, you know, mm-hmm. if we set, we set it up right, I think it's going to be a, a very attractive deal for some of these mega stars to be able to come and play in New York the way, you know, we have, you know, we had Amari come, you know, at the top of his game when he signed with the Knicks. You know, fortunately, uh-huh. he has had, you know, some, some injuries in his career, but you know, if we have guys that have that same kind of belief that 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 we'll be able to kind of trust that things are going to be able to turn around, it's really going to help. You know, some of these stars just really become even bigger, bigger mega stars in the NBA. So I'm interviewing the great Felipe Lopez. Phone number to call in six zero seven two zero three five three three zero. Felipe, we're at the halfway point of the NBA season right now. The Hawks and the Warriors in first place. That's not the NBA, That's not going to be the NBA final, is it? Is it? I hope I not. Mean, I they, don't want to see the Hawks. That's boring. They, well, they actually they just like the team. They they have formed a pretty good team around them. And you know, I have to give it up to to my Dominican guy, Al Halford, who have he who's going to be playing for his third uh, All Star game for the job that he's doing. You know, he he's a guy that was hurt last year, and 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 people was not really looking at Atlanta the way they actually, you know, being being playing this year, you know, are they really giving people a run for their money? Uh, you're saying that you would not want to see them, but, man, these guys are really hungry, you know, and that's mm-hmm. the thing about guys that that coming from the bottle. You know, they coming, they came from the bottle. They had a so-so kind of record last year. They set themselves mm-hmm. up. They, they got some. They picked up some, 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 some great players that is helping the team the way they play right now. Um you know, with Golden State, I mean, you cannot go wrong with the Splash Brother over there, man. You know, those oh, are, I know they're fun. They, they're fun to watch, man. They're fun. Man, those are the most exciting two one-two punch in the NBA right now. I mean, you know, you you can definitely talk about uh, uh, Kyrie Irving and LeBron. You can talk about you know uh, 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 Durant and Westbrook, and but you know, just just to see you know saying the Splash Brother out there, uh, Clay and. Uh, and Curry, man, like those guys, they just—it's—it's it's a different generation of basketball, man, and and they just make it so much fun just to watch how elegant they made the game. You know, they shooting, they dribbling, they passing, how selfish the team is playing. You know, and and, and that's that's something that you have to give a stick her like a lot of credit because he have, you know, I was a little bit upset when Mark Jackson was let go. Because Mark Jackson is my guy from mm-hmm. St. John's. I know Mark, is, he, he did a great job all three years that he was there. Uh-huh. Every year the team got better. So I was a little bit upset when they let him go. And, you know, I think that Steve uh, Curry have taken the same kind of formula that, that Mark had and, you know, have made it, you know, work for himself as well. And the team is doing really well. 
Yeah, I'm surprised in his first year because Mark Jackson was great there. I, listen, I wanted the Knicks to hire Mark Jackson. New York guy, Steve Johnson, yeah, I, I did I was, not love Mark I'm, Jackson. I was in the same boat with you. I was one of those guys that was like, man, you know, but I think Phil know what he wanted. I, I think, um, uh, you know, just, just speaking, uh, 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 you know, someone that understood how um, his program, his, how to run his, his triangle, uh, with it helping, I think Derek, you know, played for him many years and won championship with him. So, you know, he just wanted to go with the, with the guy that he felt comfortable with. Sure. Now, Felipe, right now, I, I interviewed you before the season started last uh, beginning of the year. Right now, obviously, bleeding Kentucky Blue, my favorite team, Kentucky, my favorite player is Anthony Davis. I think besides LeBron James, he might be the best player in the league this year. Who's your favorite yeah. player? Who's your? I know you're a big Seth Curry fan. Who's your favorite player to watch? Felipe Lopez wants to sit down at night. Who do you want to watch play a game? Um, you know what? I think you mentioned Anthony Davis, and you have to give that, that young guy so much credit, man, because this kid is doing it all. You know, he's not just putting big numbers as far as our scoring, uh, obviously a great rebounder, but the presence that he brings on, on defense is, 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 is incredible, man. You know, just – you watch this guy, like, you know, just blocking shot, run the floor, just being a leader on this team, you know, and he's coming up huge and, and, and big games. And, you know, to top it off, to, to win a game just on the night of, of a buzzer bear. Oh, he, that was three-pointer. Yeah. That was incredible. It was a double clutch, pump fake, fade away, going away, foul from three. <laughs> he, he, it was he incredible. You know, you get players who dominate on the offensive side. You get players who dominate shot blocking. He truly dominates on both sides of the ball. He'll block a ball, run the floor, dunk it. His defense is incredible. He's listen. I'm biased because of Kentucky, but I just love, love, love watching that man play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, he's uh, he's he's really putting some great numbers. And you know, you have you you know you have someone like. You know, the LeBron, you have uh, Kyrie, you have, you know, Carmelo, you have on the West Coast, Westbrook, that's doing a great job with, with uh, Oklahoma. Uh, mm-hmm. Nobody talks about San Antonio because San Antonio is just one of those teams that people just know in the playoffs. That's when they, all of them just start playing some great basketball, you know. Uh, but overall, man, it, it, it's a very exciting time, you know. Uh, I, I, I wish, you know, our New York Knicks could be playing better because, you know, you have someone in Carmelo that is a pure scorer, man. Like, Carmelo can go. Anytime Carmelo's on the floor, you know, it's a different basketball game. And, you know, I really believe Melo has the best wrist in the NBA as far as, like, pure score. You know, Carmelo can just give it to you any way you want it. Uh, you know, and, 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 you know, you will want for the Knicks to kind of do better. You know, Brooklyn is out there. They and the up and down, up and down, up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, you know, I think that the NBA they just is is very excited to just be able to watch the teams that are playing well, and and, and it's just the emotion of the game that really you know it, it keep people to even watch the games that you know they're just gonna be so so. It, it's actually really fun. It's funny as we talk about Okafor, Duke's playing right now, and Okafor just threw down a absolute Sports Center top ten monster dunk. So the Knicks need to get him. Felipe. Let me ask you this. Felipe Lopez is going to be NBA commissioner for one day. What's one rule change you make? I'm sure, is, it the, is it the legalized gambling to embrace it more? What would Felipe Lopez's one rule change be or one thing you would do as commissioner? Man, you know what? 
before you before I even answer that, I just gotta say that Adam Silver have done such an amazing job at the time of being at the NBA. I, I have really loved you know all the changes and how he has managed those situations that have happened. Uh, that it could have gone south. I think he has maintained the image of the NBA and even grow it, grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I had to just, uh, you know, uh, tip my hat to how Adam Silver has really conducted, you know, his his, his staff uh, as a commissioner of the NBA. If I was a commissioner, I don't know. You know, I don't, <laughs> I, I, I have no clue. I have no idea how would I even do anything as far as uh, being a commissioner because, I don't even know if I'm interested on that. You know, I'm I'm enjoying what I'm doing with the with the with the community. If you ask uh-huh. me what what can I do in the community to make it better, I can tell you we need we need more mentoring. We need more more father figures to be able to step up and help our youth. We need more people to uh uh to to come and help uh, uh you know reshape the the dreams of some of these youth. But we need we need role models. We need more people out in in community service. We need more people. You know, helping out with the, you know, with the initiative that our President Obama has started. You know, my brother's keeper, uh, because without those role models, you know, professionals that will be able to lead this next generation, uh, we lost. You know, we we're gonna be lost. Uh, and 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 I can see that through what I do with my youth. You know, every Saturday uh, when I go to my program at the church in the South Bronx, I'm dealing with over 60 kids. That when mm-hmm. they see me, they they see someone that they can you know somehow somehow you know listen to and follow. So you know I can only I can only be one person just you know you know with my voice. But when you have two, three, four, five people around that is preaching the same kind of message, not just at a basketball court, but you know in 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 different arenas, it helps a lot. You know it helps to continue you know just explain the message of, of hope to a lot of these youth. I'm glad you brought that up because if you Google your name, a, a few years ago it was Felipe Lopez and all your accol- accolades of high school and St. John's and the NBA. Now it's everything. If you Google your name, it's everything with the community. It's it's kind of like really you are a role model to all these kids. You're you stayed in the community. You you're doing everything right, and you're with these kids nonstop. Everything you do is for the kids. I've never seen anything like yeah. it. Yeah, and you know what, Mike? Even, you know, you mentioned that right now. Uh, tomorrow. Uh, I'm, I'm hosting a free, uh, what I call is, uh, uh, it's going to mimic what the uh, Saturday uh, NBA All-Star is going to be. So I'm calling it the, the Felipe Lopez NBA Youth All-Star Skill Challenge. And this will be taking place at, at Gauchos, Gaucho Gyms in the, in the Bronx as well. Gauchos, which a lot of people from New York City know is one, one of the top of AAU uh, yes, uh, 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 places. And uh, tomorrow from 4 o'clock all the way up to 7, we're going to be uh, hosting uh, a, a all-star scale, which is going to be simulating uh, the uh, Saturday uh, all-star night. Uh, and and com- uh, participants can come, uh, go through different station drills, you know, time themselves and have fun and compete against other, other uh, skillful youth that are going to be able to compete. And, and all this is through the Felipe Lopez Foundation and, you know, with the Gaucho's help. Um, and I just want to continue to give the opportunity to kids to be able to feel part of this great uh, NBA All-Star Weekend uh, for those that might not be able to have a place to go or, or an event that they're not part of 
uh, doing All-Stars. So, you know, I, I thank you for giving me the opportunity to express this to a, to a lot of the listeners that, you know, like I say, tomorrow we have a free event at Gautos Gym, and I'm, I'm, I'm hosting it. I'm doing it just like it is a Saturday night uh, All-Star weekend. Oh, the kids are going to get a kick out of that, man. That sounds, that sounds dope. Yeah, it's definitely going to be fun, man. Uh, and and we have, we have, we're going to have kids from from different grades, you know, from eighth grade and ninth grade and 10th, all the way up to a uh, 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 senior in high school. <laughs> I love it. Sweet, baby. A couple more things. I'll let you go. Thank you for giving me some of your time. Is 82 games, and I've heard this, you watch some of the games, some players look bored here and there. Is 82 games too many games for the NBA regular season? Is the NBA watered down? Would you lower it to 60 games like people are talking about? Or should we keep it at 82? Uh, man, um, people want to see basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, people want to see basketball. I think, you know, obviously it's, it's, uh, that, that's what professional games are about. You know, you can talk about baseball having, you know, over 100 games. You sure, know, yeah, I think, you them, know yeah. people want to be able to see yeah, uh, uh, games. And, you know, it, it makes it more interest. Teams are definitely fighting for positions, for spots. Because now those games that are the, at the beginning that sometimes you think they did not mean anything, now they really become, you know, a big part of making a playoff on that. You know, and, now, and because the, the league is set up, you have eight teams making the, the playoff. You know, for those teams that, that, that can start off, you know, on the on the rough end of, of, of the of the schedule, they can you know, they can catch on fire in the second half and, and really, you know, make a difference for them to make it to the playoffs. So, you know, for right now I, I played during five years in the eighty two games, it was it was it was good. It was great. Uh I didn't you know, I didn't play the major minutes like, you know, the LeBrons and the Cabellos and, you know, uh, uh some of those other stars played. But, you know, what people need to understand that Aside from the minutes and the traveling, you know, it, it, it gets you know it, it, it gets pretty it gets pretty tough. You know, it, you have to you got to have a pretty uh, strong mentally uh, will to uh, be able to you know show up every single night and, and perform the way some of these guys uh, perform night in and night out. Felipe, this last weekend uh, I went down to Kentucky, and uh, I don't know if you know who Cameron Mills is. He was a Kentucky shooting guard on the '96 team and '98 team. And became, of course, man. So him and I became really good friends. And, uh, you know, I went down there. He gave me a private tour of Rupp Arena. I, I got a piece of the, the 96th floor. I got uh, – he gave me his if, – if I can tell you what he did for me, man, it was just overwhelming. But the funny thing is we're in the studio. He does a show on Fox Sports Radio. So I did the mm-hmm. radio with him fr- Friday night for two hours and Saturday for uh, three hours. And, you know, we're just kicking it, talking basketball. And we were just talking about people I had on my show. And I said, Felipe Lopez. And the funny thing is, when you say your name, it's like a magnet. There was six other people in the room. Everyone's like, everyone stops. Like, and the first thing they say is, wow. And they said the same thing everyone says. He was LeBron James before LeBron James. So now, Felipe, all these high school yeah. kids who are coming up and in seventh grade and eighth grade, they're on ESPN, they're in the magazine. What's one piece of advice you can give them? Give them one piece of advice. To, you're a senior in high school, you're a junior, you're making the decision what college you go to. What does Felipe Lopez, who is arguably one of the greatest high school basketball players of all time, what do you tell them? I would just tell them to enjoy it. I, I would tell them to, to be who they are, and I would, I would definitely tell them to enjoy it. Uh, not to, you know, 
not to let a lot of a lot of those hype just get to to their head and, and and make themselves bigger what they are. I think you know, if, if you know, focusing on their game. I, I, for myself, you know, it, it was a lot of you know, it was people call it hype. It was a lot of hype for me. It was not hype. It was pretty much what I was accomplishing on the basketball court. To me, the most rewarding thing was what I was doing in the basketball court. Uh, so, you know, without the product that I was doing, that I was putting in, it wouldn't be no report. It wouldn't be no newspaper article. There wouldn't be nothing. You know, so I always had an enjoyment out of my performance in the basketball court. So as long as the guys keep it, you know, basketball and they're enjoying themselves, enjoying what they're doing, and, and let the media, like, take care of themselves, like, they shouldn't have no problem, you know. Um I'm, 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 I was more than blessed to just be able to be on the, in the cover of Sports Illustrated, the, uh, in the cover of Sporting News, in the cover of the, you know, the news, the New York Post, New York Times, which actually the New York Times just did a pretty nice report on 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 on, on my Sunday routine this past Sunday, and I, I love the piece that they actually did. But you know, just 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 the fact that you know it's just a one in a lifetime kind of moment, you know. Just enjoy it, you know what I'm saying? Just make it a real time for themselves and their family because this will be the only thing that you're probably going to be able to tell your kids, uh, you know, at, at a later years, you know, some of the accomplishments that you was able to do. Uh, and if you can get back to the message that you are, are, are providing, you know, uh, uh, using the outlet, the media outlet, then just do it because people are watching, people are listening, people are, you know, Trying to remodel what you're trying to do, so you know, just 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 try to be the best that you can at what you do. Now you're saying you would tell the kids to enjoy it. Your senior year, like I said, the gyms were packed. Every did you enjoy your senior year at Rice? Oh man, it, it was a blast, man. It was uh, it was uh, it was a very unique moment. Um, you know, all my teammates. Um, it was not just about me. You know, when I play at Rice, I have some great teammates. And, um, you know, uh, because the way my coach, uh, Coach uh, DeMello, will have us, you know, respect each other from the team that we had. It was not just a one-player kind of team. And, uh, you know, I was able to really bound and build, you know, a great relationship with all my teammates at Rice High School. So, you know, we all backed each other up. You know, we all believed in each other. It was not like just one person kind of thing. And that made a really fun, interesting year for, for a lot of us. And we accomplished uh, something that he led on to, you know, making Rice High School at the time one of the powerhouses. If we remember oh, Rice doubt. High School, it yeah. closed, closed out uh, like about three or four years ago. By the time it closed, we already have, you know, Came by walking in the NBA, you know, doing a, a, an amazing job this year. You know, we had Kenny Satterfield, we had Edgar Sosa, we had uh, 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 we had so many, you know, guys that came out of Rice High School, and we had so many more teams that won championship. But that one team, that 1994 team, was a team that really changed the outlook and in, in the way, you know, guys were able to, you know, perform at Rice High School uh, after that. Now, I, I want to rewind to 1994. Um, we talked about it last time. So let me tell the audience again. 1994, I'm in eighth grade. And if you grew up, the whole country knew who Felipe Lopez was. But when you grew up in New York City like I did, it was must-watch basketball when Felipe played. So 
I'm in eighth grade, and I tell my mom, hey, I want to go watch Felipe Lopez. She goes, oh, of course. You know, the first I've seen you play a bunch of times. And my mom comes, and now next I'm playing basketball, and I was a really good ball player. So I'm like, mom, next year I'm going to be playing, like, in these gyms and stuff. And uh, I'll never forget, I told, I told you Felipe Lopez that day crushed my dreams. We went to the game, and I think he had, like, 35 points. You're, you're dunking, you're blocking. My mom looks at me, and she goes, think you should stick to baseball. And that was the moment that my NBA dream, but now Felipe, here's my question. You had legendary it matchups. Was, it was not me that question, Jimmy. What's your mom, baby? Yes. <laughs> my, my mom ruined my life. So now you had these legendary matches up with Kareem Reed. Yeah. And, uh, like I said, it was, it was the biggest thing in New York City. Um, Felipe, Kareem Reed. Two questions. One, I don't know this. Was he was he on the McDonald's All American team also or no? Yeah, I didn't know who he was, and he and he put up a show. He 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 did an amazing thing at the uh, Madonna All American game, which he was play at, at the St John's Arena, uh, St John's Arena at that time. Now that McDonald's team, that was a special. I don't have the roster. It was you. You're saying Kareem Reed. I don't remember him. Chris Heron played. Uh, Antoine yeah. Walker, Kentucky. Uh, Wojciechowski yes. House. He played. That, that was a special, special McDonald's All American team. Yeah, it was it was a really good it was a great group of guys. Um uh, uh I had a you know, great time of, you know, uh, uh playing against some of those top high school players at the time. Um and and you know just to be selected to 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 you know participate and represent your school and your in your city and in uh you know the top high school game uh, every single year, it, it, it was just amazing, you know, and and I'm I'm still, you know, uh, um, being reminded of, of those moments, those days, those times, those players when we see each other, we have a, a different bond when we see each other. You know, we say hello to each other like like family or brothers that 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 we are, uh, just because of the game. Yeah, it's a small fraternity. Now, do you have any contact with Kareem Reed? Do you guys still talk anymore? Do you guys yeah, ever not really? That's my brother, man. I love Kareem Reed, man. I just spoke to him like about two days ago. Uh, oh, that's so that's so awesome. Yeah, hey, yeah. You know, my, my mom. He, he called my mom, mom. I call his grandma, which is the coolest grandma I have seen. Uh, grandma, and you know, we just have a, a, a really family, you know, bond because not just basketball. You know, we have our family going back and forth each other when we used to play San Ravens. But well, well, that's the game. It was New York City. It was. Are you Team Felipe or are you Team Kareem? It's funny you guys are friends because I remember growing up, half the guys were, oh, Felipe's the best. Kareem Reed's the best. I, I get so – I feel bad for kids now who, who watch high school basketball and they, didn't, they could never see that legendary New York matchup again because it was, it was special, man. It really was, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, um, uh, the Catholic League was special, man. We had some, some great players. Just, it was tough, man. Every single team in the, in the Catholic League or Hallows – uh, Cornell Hayes, LaFowle, you know, with Shanga, Shanga Wells, you know, uh, um, Ron Artes, you know, it was, it was, man, it, it was uh, a, a pretty tough uh, lead. And I actually believe that, you know, by playing in the Catholic League around that time, you know, the, mm-hmm. the tough competition that we had night in, night out, uh, and going into the Big East, it almost like kind of, it, I, I felt like the same kind of way. You know, remember when I came into the BEs, you know, Allen Iverson came in the same year. Ray Allen, mm-hmm. Kenny King, Lawrence Morton, you know, uh, 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 John Wallace, you know, uh, 
you had a lot of competition coming into big into the Big East, man. And it, I almost felt like, you know, high school became the same college, the, the same college kind of scene as far as play and competition night in and night out. Now, Felipe, we're going to get to the personal part of the interview. And when I was down in Kentucky, you know, I and everybody who I interview, I keep a relationship with from Kenny Anderson. Derek Anderson, Cameron Mills, anyone I interview, you know, I keep a personal relationship with you. We, we keep texting. And the interviews are more like just a regular phone conversation with people listening. So I travel all the time. I got back from Iceland. And last month, I go to your beautiful country, the Dominican Republic. I have mm-hmm. to ask you a question. How the hell can you leave that place? The beaches, the girls, the food? How can you ever leave the Dominican Republic? I need to know. Man, uh the DR is, is an amazing place, and I have I have a home there. That you know, when I'm able to go, just uh, you know, I relax. But because of the the player that I was, and because of the fame that I was able to you know captivate here, every time I went back to the Dominican Republic, it was uh, an opportunity to be seen by my people. So yeah. you know, my vacation became a different vacation. I would go out to my country, and I would travel throughout the whole country just doing free basketball clinic. Uh, anywhere there was a basketball court, I was doing a basketball clinic because I wanted to continue to spread the love that people were giving me for, for my country. And that was the only time that I felt that I could have a personal connections with the youth that was watching me play. You know, a lot of the kids that, that knew who I was here, I wanted them to have a personal encounter with me because I am one of them. I grew up there. I moved to this country when I was 14. So, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted them to, to believe and dream the same way I had dreams when I was there. You know, and for me, the only way that I was able to reach this youth was by personally going to their town, uh, their city, and hosting, you know, basketball clinics. And, uh, you know, even now, I, I just came back from, from Puerto Rico, and I went to, uh, I did a basketball uh, clinic at one of the, the, the dangerous places, in, the dangerous hood in Puerto Rico, which is called La Perla. Uh, okay. And it's a place that, you know, not, not too many people would want to visit. Uh, but, you know, because I felt the love from the people, uh, it's very easy through basketball. It just makes, makes relationships just so much easier. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm very fortunate to, to be an ambassador uh, to basketball. You know, m- my whole goal this year is... is you know, the NBA, we have a goal of reaching out 100 youth uh, throughout our initiative. Well, my personal goal through my foundation and by my relationship is to also reach uh, a million youth throughout the whole world. You know, so I, I'm already looking at, you know, going to Panama and doing a basketball clinic there. Um, I'm looking at Bahamas, doing a basketball clinic there. I'm thinking about going to the Dominican Republic and doing some basketball clinic there. Oh, as a matter of fact, we have basketball without borders coming to the Dominican Republic, this country, and I'm going to be part of that with Francisco Garcia, Al Harfo, Charlie Villanueva, and, and this is a great program that the NBA has hosted for many, many years uh, that gives, you know, some very talented youth an opportunity to be looked by colleges uh, through the basketball without borders. So, you know, I just want to become part of uh, any kind of initiative that be able to spread the love for basketball and because I'm into my Christianity and I believe in my faith, also spread spread the gospel of of God or Jesus uh, to the people that you know uh, they, they need to just be able to hear it. 
first of all, Felipe, when you need a vacation buddy, you throw me a text. I'll go anywhere in the world with you to talk basketball. Now, Felipe, hey. you, be, <laughs> Felipe, besides St. John's, because, you know, we're not going to cause any problems with St. John's, right now, Felipe Lopez, the same situation you were in, and you avoided the question last time, you're the same situation as you are, senior in Rice, cover Sports Illustrated. Besides St. John's, what college right now, today, 2015, does Felipe Lopez go to right now? You know what's funny? That as soon as you started asking me that question, I, 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 I bet if I would have taken Kentucky, you would have been so happy, man. You would have been like, yes. You would have been like, yeah, I knew, man. I knew. I knew you should have gone to Kentucky. But I'm going to tell you, I would have stayed with the same decision. I uh, believe it. That's why you're the man. Would, would it really be Kentucky or no? Yeah. Would it really be Kentucky? No, it would have been St. John's, man. I believe red, man. <laughs> what you talking about, man? I believe red, man. It's uh, it was a great, it was a great run, man. I I love uh, the the situation, and you know, St. John's have shown me so much love. I, as a matter of fact, hey, Nemo, yeah. should I say to them about uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah about my diploma? Yeah. So I got my girl listening to the to the to the interview as well. So so. Uh, I have to get permission to ask, you know, if I should say this. But on Wednesday, I, I will be getting my diploma from St. John's, right? Wow. My, yeah, I'm getting my Congrat- diploma from St. John's. Congratulations, man. Congratulations. Thank you. But, but let me clear it out. It, it was not that I didn't gain my diploma throughout my four years. I did. It just so happened that during my time there, I owned some parking tickets. So when I went to get my diploma at graduation, they told me you need to go to the security office because you need to get the ticket to get your diploma. So it's been 20 years, and finally they have deducted those parking tickets, and I'm about to get my diploma, baby. Woo! Love it. Listen, wait, listen. Before we end the interview with the college graduate, Felipe Lopez, I have two questions to ask you, okay? Go. Uh, the first one is I have a little bit of an issue with you, Felipe. Uh, we interviewed last time, and I told you, I said, I still have your Sports Illustrated. I still have a jersey. I live down the village. We're pretty close to each other. And I said, he's like, listen, you told me after the interview, you're going to go to California. When you get back, throw me a text. We're going to have some Dominican food. Sign yes. my jersey. Sign more Sports Illustrated. And that was Seven months ago, Felipe, what happened? Man, seven months. Look, if you go to my account, my Twitter, or my Instagram, I've been busy, man. You got to give me that now. Hey, I've been busy, Wait, man. I, I've I been see, I see you. <laughs> I see you in Madison. I, I live 10 minutes from there, Felipe. <laughs> All right, so, so what we got to do, we got we to gotta do better. You know, if you want to show some rice, and some beans, some Dominican food. We, we're going to set up a nice, you know, time where we can just go uptown, and I can probably take it to, to one of my favorite restaurants, 809, and we can definitely just have a nice meal, and then I can do all the signing we want, but we got to see each other. How about I make, I'll make a deal with you, Felipe. Forget about this week because all-star weekend. Yeah, and, nice and places. Next, next couple of weeks, here's the deal I'll make with you. I'll come up to your camp, and I'll volunteer all day. I'll help out with the kids, whatever you need me to do. And then we Wonderful. go, so I'll help out your camp. I'll make a nice donation to your charity, and then Wonderful. you and I go out to eat. You, I'm going to make a nice charity. I'll put it on my Twitter. I'll ask, you know, I have a few other people coming on the show, a few, uh, Derek Anderson from Kentucky, 
everyone who comes on, I'll make them tweet your charity, and then I'll come up there, you mm. find my jersey, and we get some food. Does that sound good? That's, that's, that sounds like, like a win-win situation. You're going to get a, 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 a happy belly, and I'm going to get some happy kids with those donations. No, Felipe, I'm, I'm going to leave with this. So it's funny. So I told my mom, I said, oh, you know, she listens, of course. I said, you know, I'm into viewing Felipe Lopez again. So my mom said to me, and this is a true story, she said, leave that man alone. She said, for the last 20 years, you've been following him around, watching my basketball. She said, leave him alone. So, so, I, said, so I said, so joking around, she says, last month, um, so I don't collect memorabilia, but everyone who's on my show, you know, I, they send me a jersey, you know, whatever. I just keep it in a nice box. So she goes, oh, did you ever get anything from Felipe? I said, no, but I'm going to ask him when I interview him if I can meet him. She goes, oh, he's going to get a restraining order against you. Leave that free man alone. <laughs> I, look, I, I got to tell you, I, I, when you come over and we, we get together, I, I got to, you know, I, I, I got to meet your mom just so I can give her a hug and, and you know, I don't know. Just, uh, I feel like we, we, we need to talk, you know, because – I I, didn't, I, would, I would feel bad to be the person that shattered your basketball dream because you couldn't be you 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 might have been a, a, a draft pick man if she never said that to you and now she's Please, still telling you. Wait a minute. Here's what we're gonna end with because this is the last other thing a broken promise. Forget about the uh, the autograph. So I told you last time who's the coolest person in your phone and you told me you have a ton of cool people you. You named Garnett and all these other famous players. And I said, Felipe, I ask you one favor. Can you mm. get anyone who's halfway relevant who would be a good interview on my show? And you said, Mike, give me a week. I'll have you a guest. Felipe, it's been seven months. You haven't got me a guest, Felipe. What is going on? I've been busy, man. If you go to my Twitter account and my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do get to continue. I, I'm going to put that in the loop every time you ask you something like crazy like that, right? But look, okay. So what we need to do first is we have to get together, and then yeah. we can, like, you know, while we're together, we can probably raise a couple of phone calls and make it happen. Sweet you you, you got to give me a target. You got to give me a target so like that I concentrate a lot better on how who we can actually contact and make it happen. You got to so listen. We're going to end the interview with this. So Felipe Lopez is busy this week. Go to his website. I'm going to tweet it out. What he does for these kids is just unbelievable. We joke around about him being a legend. It's, he really is. He was the most influential high school basketball player maybe ever. He changed the face of it by being on the cover of Sports Illustrated. What he does now for the kids exceeded everything he's ever done on the basketball court. So everything he's ever done from the championships to being a draft pick, playing in the NBA, what he does now for the kids blows that out of the water. So I'm going to tweet away his charity. I'm going to make a nice donation to it. And after the – um. After the All-Star Week, after you're busy, I'm going to come up. I'll bring a friend or two. We'll volunteer the entire day with your charity. Everyone who I bring up will make a nice uh, donation, and we get some Spanish food. Is that cool, Felipe? That's wonderful. That that's, that would be great, man. I, I would love to uh, definitely uh, uh, see each other again and, uh, you know, just, just, just catch up to some of the old time and just, just really continue to build on and what, we, what we're doing. And congratulations to your show. I, I really love the fact that you have given me the opportunity to you know, have a communication with you and with your listeners. Uh, to your listeners, continue to listen to the best show on radio, on black. Mike, you're doing a big time, man. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Felipe, God bless, brother. I'll talk to you soon, okay, brother? All right, thank you. Thank you, Felipe. The great Felipe Lopez. Here's what's so great about Felipe. 
so I reach out to him because he's been everywhere what he's been doing with these charities. So I tell Felipe, I said, um, hey, can I interview you right away? This is what a great person he is. Right, he, he's doing the charity essay with, uh, with Carmelo Anthony's stuff. Alan Houston's there. Second, I threw him an email or text. Within two seconds, he writes right back. He's like, I'll do your show whenever I want, whenever you want. He, younger people won't understand what he was. He, LeBron James is on TV every day. Felipe Lopez was bigger than that because when you're on the cover of every one of his games on the back page of the post, it, it was just fascinating. So what he does to these kids is great, and he is a legend. He's just – the generosity he has is just great. Um, I can't thank him enough. So go to my Twitter. It's at Mike Sappho, M-I-K-E-S-A-F-O. I don't have Facebook or Instagram, but uh, the next few guests, um, they're pretty big. Derek Anderson, of course, from Kentucky. He's been on before, but he'll come on again. Friday, I'm doing Todd Ronovich. Um, he's one of the best ESPN documentaries there ever was. His life is just fascinating. Wait till you hear what he does. And then next week, I'm interviewing, and this is what I'm going to, I can't wait. I'm going to make him say it. I'm interviewing the greatest hitter, maybe, the most hits of all time, Pete Rose. I have Pete Rose. I harassed him for around a year straight, and he agreed to do 25 minutes with my show, and I, uh, I'll do, uh, make sure he plugs Felipe's great charity. So, everyone, thank you for listening. Uh, no one reached out to me on Valentine's Day. I will be busy watching Kentucky basketball. And everyone have a great night. Thank you.